Well, good morning. It's the 16th of uh, January here in Auckland. I'm uh, having breakfast at a hey mate, and the restaurant. Well, it's a busy restaurant, and there's a lot of people here. It's, gee, it's uh, just after nine, maybe uh, seven or eight minutes past nine on a Saturday morning, and things are a buzz. There's a few things going on. A lot of people go back to work on Monday. The America's Cup in Auckland uh, started with uh, gusto for the challenges and just, you know, people down the waterfront uh, checking those uh, boats, those challenger boats, uh, racing each other, just vying for the win to see who can challenge New Zealand for the America's Cup in March, I believe. Last night, was good, yes, relaxed. Saw a band, listened to a band, it was, uh, it was nice, it was a professional type sort of band. And uh, it was a hot day, it's been a hot day last uh, few, uh, few days here in Auckland. Haven't done any podcast, but um, this is going to be a great year for podcasting and making content and interviewing people. I've really been sort of thinking about what sort of interviews I should be doing. There's so many interviews out there. There's millions and millions and millions of uh, interviews of people, business people talking about, as we all probably do talk about, business speculation, do's, don'ts, hence this, that, uh, state of uh, this, state of that, opportunities, opportunities that are missed, opportunities that are gained, etc., etc. And rightly so, these are interesting. However, I need to look at podcasts where they're interesting to people, people who uh, probably are wash with thousands of uh, other podcast offerings of interviewing uh, business persons here in New Zealand and business people in different uh, countries with different experiences. So if you've got any ideas, please let me know. I'm, I'm sort of veering towards uh, conversational podcasts as well as um, you know, straight up interviewing, which I'll be doing for a, a particular project. I'm doing some interviewing for a project which is more, um, not so much clinical, but more hardcore interviewing, where there's nodding other noise and uh, things are done in a kind of pre-scripted um, manner because there's a... Uh, there's a format that you have to do, for certain reasons, which we won't get into. But for conversational podcasts, I find those ones where there's you know, one or two guests, or they're chatting about something uh, that they know well, or curious about, I find those to be, myself, quite interesting. Yeah, it could be mundane things to other people, like how to scramble some eggs, but I'm sure that for someone like myself, I find interesting things where people are very passionate about um, what they do and they're also very good at what they do. So uh, hit me up if you've got some ideas. I can talk about business all day and all night like everyone else, but you know, it's 2021. I have seen people that have got literally hundreds and hundreds of interviews uh, on, on the table, which is good. And then I've interviewing two or three times a day. But personally, I, I don't tend to listen to those unless the guest is uh, somebody that um, I feel I need to hear. So, you know, it's kind of guest-driven. In other words, 
I'm not listening to a podcast because the podcast itself has drawn me in. I'm only lured there by who's who's been spoken about today or spoken to. And that, I suppose, is human nature. Whether I can make a podcast which is interesting to you, the listener, well, hey, that's a different, different kettle of fish. Because it means that you might come back on a regular basis hoping to learn something. Now, if you're like me and you listen to podcasts because you want to learn something, then I have to find those type of things and talk about them. Or I can go the other way and just make a podcast about what turns me on or I think is valuable and whether people listen to it or not is irrelevant. And, you know, I saw the swing in both camps. One camp is, hey, test the waters, do these things, and is it really that important that people listen to it? Well... I don't know. I look at one person listens to it. Cool. If twenty thousand listen to it in the, in the next podcast, so, you know, week week is piss compared to that one. Well, then you probably got another cross around your neck because you can't live up to that you know, that one initial podcast, which was amazing. So, podcasting, yeah. What's the future of it? I think it's I think it's valuable if you're walking, valuable if you're doing something else, valuable. If you have a phone that you're bought because it's basically a communication device and the phone is you know, secondary. Like I bought, I have an iPhone 11 Pro Max, 500 gigabyte. I bought it not because of its phone capabilities, but because I, I need it for taking videos and doing something. So even after a year and a half or whatever it is, I'm still learning about, about that. I know it's simply transfixed by it. But the point is, if you're walking, doing something, and you're not thinking about other things, you're not doing something as you're walking, podcasts are ideal. I suppose they're also ideal in a car. And I don't know how distracting they are. I don't think they're that distracting. I mean, after all, you can listen to music in the car, you can listen to the radio, you can listen to various things, so I don't think the distracting element is uppermost in my mind there, but when you're walking, you're walking your dog, or you're going for a daily walk, or you're, you're sitting there now, if you can read a book, play a game, watch television, listen to the radio, play a game of cards, all at the same time, and I used to do this quite often, what happens is you wind up pissing people off because they can't understand how you can concentrate on all those things at the same time. Well, to me, it's actually not that hard. But then again, I haven't done that for a long time because people don't play cards much. They don't sit there playing many you know, games and, and etc. and thinking, well, it gives you a good time to, to do other things. However, um, we've been playing some, uh, some games nights great. Every family around and uh, we play some games. We've been playing the chase uh, off the TV program. There's a, there's a game called the chase uh, from Bradley Wilson's uh, chase. Very successful, very successful uh, UK uh, quiz show. That's interesting, that's fun. We play a bit of categories and we might play Monopoly later on. But these sort of things, they're fun. And they're fun because when you're a bit older like me, obviously your encyclopedic type knowledge is, is more generalised and more complete than uh, maybe your children who, who haven't heard of this or haven't heard of that. So that's a bit unfair in some cases, but uh, then again, there's, there's, there's more modern things that um, 
I may not be aware of. However, it's all about getting your brain, I believe, uh, active, busy, thinking of the positive things. It's pretty well known that if you're positive, um, you won't be negative, but it's pretty well known. You know, keep a positive frame of mind. And things will start to happen. I mean, I don't even read a book to find out, you know, to, to think that I'm going to get a car park. What it is is positive. It, you know, it's not so much the power of positive thinking, it's just being a positive person. So, if I look at the, you know, pedantics or whatever the word would be, of this and that, I might delve into human psyche and all this sort of stuff. What I'm saying is, just be a positive person. When you play games with your family um, on a games night or meet them to do certain things and, and all that stuff, those are positive vibes. You know, no one wants to be in, in an argument-filled environment. Where, you, know, you can have a debate, but we see all around the world a breakdown in civility, uh, a breakdown in some cases, you know, because of various pressures and it's understandable, I guess, and sometimes it's not understandable, but in your own environment, if you can be positive and you can listen to podcasts that enforce or reinforce positivity, I think you'd be better off this year. You are a valuable person to not only yourself, but to your family and to the greater community. You know, the world would miss you if you weren't here. Your family would miss you. You'd give them heartache if you weren't here. You know, you could cause all sorts of strife and sadness if you weren't here. So do think how valuable you as a person are. Now, if you've got pets or you have a garden or you look after things that maybe you don't have a family with you, contact people. Hey, it's a great, great time in this uh, new year to contact people you haven't seen for quite some time. So, how's it going? Now, whether that's a good thing for everybody, <laughs> hey, I can't, I can't tell you that it's a good thing, but I think it's not a bad thing. To contact people that you, you know, haven't seen for a while, just say, how's it going? Uh, thinking of you if you are thinking of this. But um, positive thinking, listening to positive podcasts. So there, I have to think about positive podcasts. So there we are something that I've uh, not embellished but something that I've really extracted from this solo podcast is that I should concentrate on positive podcasting that also means that you could have a negative podcast which infers positivity meaning that hey this is this is no good this is no good if we did the opposite it should be good like it's a bad, it's a bad thing to be disruptive in, in, in a public place. It's a bad thing to be rude to someone or cruel or, or to be a bastard. Uh, it's a good thing to be a nice person. It's a good thing to be polite and civil. It's a good thing to tote off, T-O-T-O-F, think of the other fellow. Um, something I was taught when I was a very young kid, I went out of the bush and I was in a camp. I must have been about eight. And this uh, person wrote on the this big board out this camp T-O-T-O we're thinking of the other fellow and he says you're walking down the, in the bush down a track down a trail and there's a, a, a branch in front of you if you move it aside it's obviously going to whip 
whip back and it'll hit the guy behind you in the face. So what you do is you hold it there and you think of the other fellow. I've never forgotten that because I, I hadn't thought of that. T-O-T-O-F, but um, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good thing to think of. We, do, we all do it. We, um, we let old, older people in in front of us and we stand up, for, as we brought up, we stand up for, for ladies who are on public transport or whatever. And we, we tend to be polite because we've been brought up that way. It's courteous, it's manners, and not everybody in the world is brought up like that. So we understand that people from different countries don't do those sort of things because they probably haven't been brought up that way. They've been brought up in a, a more busier community where it's, you know, first and best dress type scenario and, you know, bang, bang, bang. Um, having said that, there are many instances where women and children first um, hasn't always been the order of the day for some people. But on a positive note, every day is a bonus. Every day is a wonderful day to be thankful. Thankful to God, for, thankful to your family that they're here, you're, you're there with them. And all those wonderful things that you think of people in different countries who are going through such severe heartache at the moment. So whilst here in New Zealand, this particular day, Saturday, the 16th of January, uh, we are in level one, which means that people are all over the place, they can congregate, and where I am now, there's lots of people. That's fine, but other countries, it's not so fine. So I do feel for them, and I do, I do hope, and I do pray for them that they, they are in a better situation. No one likes to see this sort of thing, where people are, people are uh, in harm's way. It's, we are very, very fortunate, and I don't know how long this is going to be. I don't know how long we're going to be fortunate. It could, it could happen tomorrow that we get a whole lot of people in the community with that strain, and we'll be in lockdown again. Whatever it is, we put our trust and hope in the authorities that they know what they're doing. We're also grateful for all the health workers and the, the people that manage the uh, isolate, um, isolation and the quarantine uh, facilities. So, you know, this is all about society, how we uh, gather together and uh, we have uh, protective mechanisms which are normally manned by people and they try their best. They don't knowingly, you know, do their worst, they go out there and do their best. So on that note, let's be very grateful for what we have and for those of you who aren't as fortunate as, as us, I, I do hope and pray that you are in a better situation this year and uh, please be strong. Be positive. There's much to look forward to. Do your little bit to make your own little area better than it was yesterday. Gather your family and enjoy yourselves. And uh, always remember that if someone out there is not in a good situation, and be very, very happy and grateful for what we've got. Be positive about it. And hey, you could spare a thought and spare some shekels, <laughs> some, some. Uh, money or whatever it is that can help other people then please do so and uh, just have a pat on the back of all the health workers out there in the world and all the uh, law enforcement and, and uh, military people who are managing all these isolated and isolation facilities and, and everybody out there let's uh, thank you for all your, your work your service and, and all the things that you're, you're doing to keep the world uh, intact. Anyway, have a great day and wherever you are, 
Take care. Thank you. Bye.